Welcome to NFT Heat. We're bringing the top NFT thought leaders straight to you. If there's something you enjoyed on this episode, and we really hope you did, please take a screenshot of the episode and make sure to tag us on Twitter at NFT Heat. We really appreciate your support and you are the only reason we're growing. So to help us, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll then give your review a shout out on a future episode. Welcome to NFT Heat. Whether you're inside the industry or new to the NFT space or an NFT OG, we're going to provide you with the necessary NFT alpha to crush. We'll bring in the top guests and deep dive into how NFTs will transform the metaverse, DeFi, and social tokens. I'm Justin Shankaro, the king of alpha. Well, maybe the prince, or I could even be a duke by now. I'm not sure. <laughs> From child actor to an old actor to Stanford to NFT entrepreneur, this is my co-host, John Kraske. He was an executive in the design space, and now he's running an NFT company. And I can tell you firsthand, he's in the trenches every day, learning, growing, and seeking alpha. John, what's happening today in the NFT space? Well, like I just was telling you and Avery, man, I've just finally recovered from NFT NYC, man. What a wild week. So, What a week. And now we've got Basel coming up next week. It never stops. Nah, man. But it's so fun, man. I've never had more fun in my life. So, <laughs> It is a blast. It is a total blast. We're two NFT insiders that are going to bring in the top NFT thought leaders in the space to help you learn the emerging trends and opportunities each and every week in 30 minutes or less. So let's get into it. Today's guest is Avery Akinini, the president of Vayner NFT, a venture alongside Gary Vaynerchuk, which was created to help the world's leading intellectual property owners navigate the wild and wonderful world of NFTs. Avery previously launched Vayner Media's expansion into APAC via Singapore, where Avery grew a team from zero to 150, opened offices in Singapore, Bangkok, Tokyo, and Sydney, and was awarded the 2021 Independent Agency of the Year Award within two years. Prior to joining Vayner, she worked on DoubleClick, YouTube, and Google Search in both Silicon Valley and New York City. Welcome to NFT Heat, Avery. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here and hopefully spice things up with y'all. Yes, yes, we love that. We're ready to jump right into a lightning round to provide some alpha to our listeners, Avery. Question number one is coming from John. Avery, what is your favorite Discord? I absolutely have to say the VFriends Discord is where it's at. We spend a lot of time and energy trying to build a really strong community within Discord. We know Discord can be a wonderful place, but also something where you have to be very careful of scams and educating your community. And Discord is, is a place that Gary himself has really leaned into. We did one recently where he gave away a VFriends in his Discord for his birthday. Actually, as a result of that, VFriends was trending on Twitter. We really believe that Discord is the lifeblood of the NFT community. And for those of you all who are looking for a good Discord to join, hop in on VFriends. We'd love to have you. VFriends, you heard it here. Hop into it. Question number two, why should people care about NFTs, Avery? I think people should care about NFTs because this is a fundamental paradigm shift for a lot of the world. NFTs empower digital ownership that you can prove on the blockchain. And I don't know about y'all, but my Apple, you know, screen time alert is always telling me I'm on my phone for way too many hours a day. And, you know, I think that that kind of behavior has been building over time, like over generations where people's attention used to be hundred percent physical and that, you know, in the physical world, and that's just waned over the decades. And now a lot of folks spend the majority of their energy, their awake time engaged in the digital universe. And, 
people should care about NFTs because this is a you know world where you spend so much of your time and being able to engage with the things that matter to you from a community perspective, from you know a brand perspective, from location, housing, whatever it is, favorite teams, favorite celebrities. It's really cool to be able to actually own a piece of those and attribute those to your digital self. So I think that's why people should care about them. I know we're slowly driving the revolution. There's currently a small but hyper-engaged community, which you all are, are a big part of. And I'm excited for NFTs to take over the world in the coming years. Yeah, I love it. So question three, Avery, is it too late for people to invest in NFTs? Definitely not. I think we are at the very, very early days. And you know, folks always say like, oh, I miss punks. I miss board apes. I miss V-Friends. And the reality is that we're still in the first inning of this. And there are new projects that drop every day that are really cool. It's certainly not too late for anything. And I know we see creators that are kind of become famous overnight and NFTs change their lives. So I always recommend my friends who are saying, oh, I missed out on NFTs. I missed out on Ethereum. I missed out on Bitcoin. Not too late to start. Start with something small. Start with something you care about. And you know, the more you learn about this community, you also realize it's it's a lot more than, than just about financial gains, which is another thing I, I always try to underscore when people come with that comment. Speaking of community, that leads right into the next question. How important is community to a brand or creator having a successful NFT launch? Absolutely critical. Community is the number one thing that's going to make or break an NFT project, whether that's, you know, an Ethereum mainnet project and you have a, a Discord going, or, you know, if you're coming from more of the mainstream and you're looking to launch your first NFT, having a community that's interested, engaged, looking forward to your drop is critical to that being a successful launch, but it doesn't end there. I think when you think about the key moments in a project's history, it's announcement and, and building that excitement within your community. It's the launch and making sure that that's a flawless like user experience. We know NFTs. We know everything launches late and there's challenges. People get that, but making that experience as positive as possible from a drop perspective. And that's when the real work begins. After the launch and you know drop, it's continuing to engage your community. If you look at like you know, Dune and you see price floors over time, the ones that appreciate over time are really driven by ongoing commitment to community, ongoing moments that drive attention and interest to a specific project. And all of that is done by the community. It's not just about giveaways. It's not just about airdrops. It's about new fun things for your community. Wow. Wow. Avery is just bringing a ton of heat here right now in the lightning round. So fifth and final question, Avery, what do you say to people that say NFTs are just JPEGs? Yeah, right-click save is something that we hear all the time. I think we always try, you know, we've all heard that analogy about the Mona Lisa. You can take a picture of it. You can, you know, take a picture of a fancy house and stand in front of it and say that's your house, but nobody does it, right? And I think when people begin to understand digital ownership, when they begin to understand the level of investment that's going behind this, not just from the decentralized world, but even from companies like Meta, like Twitter, that are going into continuing to build this world of digital ownership, that's really seen through the trees into what's the opportunity. So I think digital ownership is critical and here to stay. Not everybody gets that yet. They say they can take a screenshot and they own it too. But the reality is that you can't prove that you own that. And once you understand the blockchain and you understand how important digital ownership will be to the future of technology, then you get it. Wow. That was some serious lightning round heat, Avery. You brought it Smoking alpha. Fantastic. Thank you so much. All right. Now let's go a little bit deeper into the questions. First off, a little background on yourself. How did you get involved in the NFT space? So I've been working for Vayner for about four years. And about a year ago was the first time I really became aware of NFTs. 
so December of last year, Gary started talking about NFTs and how he thought they were going to change the world. And at the time, I had a lot of, of learning to do. I'd sort of invested personally in, in crypto and been familiar with it at a bit of a distance. But I started just doing my 10,000 hours of homework, buying into projects, joining discords, spending more time understanding rankings on OpenSea, and then fundamentally understanding like what makes projects work and what makes projects not. So that's how I got into it. And, and then you know, six months after that sort of initial educational baptism, we launched VFriends. And, and from there, I've been super focused on NFTs and, you know, from a more professional standpoint. Awesome. So Avery, can you tell us a little bit more about VFriends and how the idea came about? And also, are there future plans to license some of those characters for TV, film, video games, and merchandise? It's like you have a crystal ball, John. Yeah, I can tell you a bit about VFriends. So VFriends is Gary Vaynerchuk's NFT project that's really designed to reflect a lot of the values that he speaks about in his content. So Gary is, is the brand in that case and things that he frequently mentions in his social content and his books, like empathy, kindness, patience, resourcefulness, tenacity. Gary actually had an idea to turn these you know, traits into physical toys for the workplace. And that's an idea he had many years ago and it didn't end up going anywhere, but it was always in his mind. So when he first started to understand NFTs, that's when he thought, hey, this is how I can create a community around the values that really he holds dear and, and are important to his brand and, and to his community. So Gary created these characters. He hand drew them in Los Angeles. Yeah, like about a year ago or maybe early 2021. And Gary's team, Team Gary V, was, was sort of supporting on the execution and bringing this to life. And since then, VFriends launched in May and Andy Kranich has taken over as, as president of VFriends. It's become a whole entire dedicated team with moderators and, and folks focused on delivering additional value to the community. And in the future, there's some really exciting stuff coming. It's public information that there will be a series two of VFriends coming out in Q1. And you might start to see further continuations of these characters coming into more mainstream sort of physical manifestations. We did a really cool collaboration with Jeff Staples on The Pigeon. And I think there's a lot more of that coming across various other forms of entertainment and media. Wow. Can't wait. Super cool. So speaking of Gary, can you talk to us a little bit about what it's like to work with him? I mean, clearly he's a legend in the NFT space. During NFT NYC, everybody was chasing him around. Today, there was a great New York Magazine article about him and everything that he's done in the space along with your company. What are your daily interactions look like with him? And also, can you talk a little bit about the strategy behind the new book, 12 and a half, and the NFT that's attached to every 12 physical copies purchased? Absolutely. So Gary's an incredible person, both on camera and off. And I'll start by saying that. I left the, you know, I think world's top rated company to work at, which is Google to go work at Vayner. And, and when I did that, everyone thought I was crazy. <laughs> and, you know, I think four years later, I can say that it was absolutely the right career decision for me. And it's a privilege to learn from Gary every day. Our day-to-day -day interactions, Gary is extremely efficient with his time. So he, he's been very, very leaned in on Vayner NFT and uh, everything from helping us hire the right talent to secure the right kind of partnerships and even like so going so far as to give like creative feedback on what the assets look like and, and make sure we're really buttoned up because NFTs are really core to what Gary is focused on over the next decade. So our day-to-day -day interactions are a lot of lightning texts, lightning rounds and heat, as y'all would say on this podcast. And I think the strategy around the book launch was brilliant. This was this summer. Gary was spending some time in the Hamptons and 
we we're always thinking of ways that we can integrate NFTs within our sort of core business models or owned businesses to experiment and test things. Because at Vayner NFT, we don't just you know work on internal projects; we work on external projects. And we feel a lot better and more confident working with a client on a project if it's something that a strategy we've tested and we knew that it worked. So Gary had a brilliant idea for every 12 books purchased on Amazon, the buyer would have a chance to get a digital NFT, which is going to be something that's quite cool. And the reason that this is brilliant is because the Amazon bestsellers list is heavily influenced by sales velocity. So high volume of sales means you rank higher. It's kind of like search engine optimization 101 is if you have a high volume of velocity, then you get on the front page and you get listed high and then more people see it. And then it kind of creates a flywheel effect. So Gary knew this because, you know, we do a lot of search advertising at Vayner. So he had this idea. It was incredible. It was actually, I think, you know, just behind Barack Obama's book for initial pre-orders in first 24 hours, which is truly incredible. And yeah, now the team is hard at work to deliver upon this awesome trust that folks put in us. Yeah. Sounds like everybody's going to probably be getting 12 and a half for the holidays. (laughs) Yes, exactly. If if you need any books to send to your friends and family, I've got several hundred. (laughs) (laughs) So so we have a mutual friend in A.L. Bommel, the CEO of Yulu. You recently did an NFT drop with the seven-year-old YouTube Mavega star, Natia, and would love to hear a little bit more about how that collaboration came about. Yeah. So Nastia is actually the most subscribed YouTuber in the world. She is an incredible person and personality. Her family created her YouTube channel originally as a way to sort of, Nastia had some health challenges to share a little bit about her progress and has since then become a beloved figure for many children and their families around the world. So the Nasty team came to us saying, hey, we think this NFT is really interesting. They had seen what we've done with Friends, and they're like, you know, should we do something similar? And of course, Nasty's fans are mostly children and their parents. So we wanted to create something that was very low cost and that's an accessible price point. But we also know that folks really want more, you know, personalized experiences with Nastia driven by like apps like Cameo, where different influencers will record messages and have social interactions with their favorite influencers. So we did a multi-tiered program that had both, you know, letters of her name that if you got all of them, you got a bonus NFT and also opportunities to engage with Nastia on sort of a one-on-one basis. And then one person who got to have a, a sort of digital video call with her, of course, it was vetted by parents and all that. And the reason we think this is a really interesting program is that Nastia, we believe, has the potential to turn into a huge star. And this NFT will really be her rookie card or her first ever NFT in a world where we believe NFTs are going to be incredibly important. I don't know if y'all ever collected sports cards, but those rookie cards really matter in the long run. Yep. Wow. Yep. All right. Very cool. I hope you bought one because they're they're going to be very valuable. So going along with that, what is your advice to someone new in the NFT space? And I know you touched on this a little bit in the lightning round, but let's say you were sitting down with someone's grandma. How would you break down NFTs for granny? Yeah. Well, I do a lot of this with my personal friends, family. I'm sure y'all do as well. Kind of normies guide to NFTs. My first advice would be to really like do your homework. There are a lot of great resources out there, like your podcast, I love the stuff that 137PM does. I love what NFT Now does, NFT Insight. There are so many folks who are in this community who are really dedicated to helping bring in more. We also do a bit of this on our side as Vayner. So I recommend they really read about it first. And then there's a couple of steps. First, do your homework because that's a prerequisite in order to do anything else. Then I think it's helpful to have folks set up their digital wallets just to have crypto. Many folks have this already, whether it's Coinbase or Binance or wherever. 
So get your digital sort of your crypto exchange set up and then create your digital wallet. Maybe it's MetaMask or Rainbow or something like that so that you can actually go through that process and get it. Store your seed phrase, of course, in a secure location, all that great stuff. Then actually going through the process of purchasing an NFT, I think is really important for people to get it. A lot of times we speak with executives and celebrities and they say, oh, I know a lot about this NFT space. And we ask, do you actually have any NFTs? And they're like, no, I don't have any personally. So it's hard to get it. You you can't read a book about doing push-ups. You just have to do push-ups. So we recommend kind of getting into that. Buying a low-cost NFT, right? It doesn't have to be buying a board ape is your first ever NFT buy. In fact, maybe it's buying your ENS domain. It's buying something that has a clear utility that is kind of like non-speculative. So those are the steps that I recommend. And then join in on the community. So join the discords, follow people on Twitter and get engaged because that's how you get the good information, which then helps you become an informed buyer and also helps refine the taste and you know, think what matters to you because what matters to Justin might be very different than what matters to John might be different than what matters to Avery. So those are the steps I I recommend is do your homework, get your exchange set up, get your wallet, understand security, and then actually get an NFT and join in on the community because that's where you can get into the rabbit hole of fun. Yeah, I love it. So kind of piggybacking off of that question, what are some of your favorite sources of NFT alpha? You mentioned some podcasts, some social media followers, websites, maybe particular thought leaders in the space? Yeah, I love Twitter. I'm always on Twitter, just sort of seeing like what's new and what are hot takes. And as a fun fact, I've actually hired quite a few people that I met on NFT Twitter. Just that I think they're smart. I like their stuff. And I'm like, hey, do you want to do this like professionally? Because I think we're seeing this interesting migration of folks who used to have day jobs. And this was like their, they used to have normal jobs that were outside of the NFT space, I should say. And then they developed a deep passion for this, started posting about NFTs and then you know, made some NFT friends online and maybe they want to do this full-time now. So Twitter is my number one space. I'm also in a couple of group chats where, you know, there are some smart folks who toss around their perspective. We call it hot takes because of course it's never financial advice. People might say, oh, I thought this was interesting. I like this creator. I think this is a nice utility or this is a never before done. And it's fun to, to sort of toss around those hot takes with your friends. Amazing. Amazing. So Avery, you're a leader in the space. What do you think of the current state of female representation in the NFT world? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Just last night, I was reading that 5% of Nifty Gateway sales in the last 21 months had come from female artists. And that was a troubling statistic. And actually, it's something that we brought to a couple of our partners to say, like, great, let's do something to change this. So I think that the state of the union today is not the picture that we want to see in the future. We understand why this happens. We understand it's a very emerging space and we are very passionate around empowering women in the space, highlighting female creators. You might notice that we do this on Vayner NFT and via Gary, really being intentional about highlighting female creators as important parts of the ecosystem. Yeah, I love it. So what are some of the big challenges and mistakes that you currently see being made in the NFT space? Some of the big challenges I think are the things that we'll hear very, very frequently are around gas. Onboarding new users onto Ethereum mainnet projects is challenging because of gas prices. And there isn't an immediate solve to that other than using either side chains or layer two solutions or other chains, which obviously you can definitely do. So I think gas on Ethereum mainnet is one challenge. The second is security. I think security is a really important one because when we're onboarding new folks to the space and they lose their seed phrase or they have they compromise their accounts or the, they see a Discord get hacked, I think that undermines a lot of the great stuff that's happening. And we, 
I'm sure y'all have seen this a million times as well. When you see these types of security breaches or, or people who click on the wrong link, I think it's a challenge because it, it really takes away from a lot of the great work and the great community that's being built here. I know that'll change in the future. The same way early days of the internet had a lot of these similar challenges, even with things like email and, and websites getting hacked and you know folks get better and smarter. And I'm excited for that to happen to the world of Web3 as well. Okay, listen up creators and brands out there. You're going to get some alpha from Avery. So let's say a brand or creator comes to work with Vayner NFT. What are your suggestions on a roadmap for a creator looking to launch their NFT? Suggestions on roadmap for a creator in order to like genuinely enter, I think you need to participate on social and you know participate in crypto Twitter, participate in Discord, and you need to own a few NFTs yourself. So I think that's one thing that we all know the NFT community is like forensic detectives in understanding like what's the history here and is this person committed? So before launching a project, I think it's important to participate in social, participate in the NFT economy, and then launch your project. I don't think you have to share a roadmap because I think in some cases that can handicap projects. Some creators do it really well and it works. If you notice on Friends, actually there isn't a roadmap that's publicly available. And the reason for that is the opportunities come from everywhere and Gary wants to be flexible to things as they pop up. But I think communicating a few key milestones is always really helpful so people understand that you're here for the long term. And that can happen in many ways, whether it's sort of announcing something like a conference or key dates or sharing a roadmap. That commitment to the long term, I think, is really important. Okay. Now, final question, Avery. The NFT space is struggling with finding enough talent to properly scale. And the problem seems to only be getting worse. What is Vayner NFT doing to address the problem? That's a good point and a good question. So I mentioned our Twitter hiring strategy, which is one of our Twitter's our new LinkedIn recruiter. We are very fortunate that because of the content that we create and, and Gary's voice in the space, he does a lot for creating interest in NFTs in terms of more mainstream media. You've mentioned the article that came out today, like what Gary does on TV appearances, which were yesterday. He does a lot of that in the mainstream media to create interest in NFTs that then creates excitement for folks looking for that next big opportunity. The great news is that no one is really an expert in NFTs. We're all new to this. This is a very emerging space. So I say that all the time to people. It's a year ago, I didn't know left from right when it came to NFTs. And I think if you put in the time and you put in the dedication, you can learn. And I've seen that for many folks within our team as well, who are coming from other parts of Vayner. The more you get your hands on projects and, you know, Justin, you mentioned being in the trenches, I think that's really the best way to learn. And what we're doing about this is intentionally recruiting NFT experts and pairing them with folks who have an interest in this so that they can go faster together. Wow. Amazing. There was so much heat in this episode, Avery. You crushed it. Thank you very much. I'm like, I don't even know what to say. It was so cool. So, so good. much so heat. Good. So fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. We really appreciate all of your amazing insights, your alpha. of Wow. Everybody out there, stay tuned. Next week, we will have on another NFT thought leader who's going to pop in with some more alpha. In the meantime, get collecting, continue learning, and start growing. We're NFT Heat. A huge thank you to two of the creative engines behind this show. First, to LaFlex for the super smooth intro and outro music. What you're hearing is the song Love to You off his 2019 album, Flex Appeal. 
And lastly, a big thank you to Bernardo Rodriguez for the awesome logo for the show. You can check him out on Instagram at Art of Bernardo. Everyone, we just want to give you a massive thank you for listening to NFT Heat. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at NFT Heat, and we're looking forward to seeing you next week. Thank you.